0: Welcome to Man's Book Club. Man's Book Club. You know, you
1: fucked up the last three times. That time was pretty good.
0: That was all right. I was, was all right. Was like I said, good. you win some, you lose some. It is what it is. It's true. It's true. Today, kind of a serious book. Very serious. Uh, a Lesson Before Dying. Rodney Dangerfield. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry Seinfeld's latest Sign is language. This Anything. <laughs>
1: Was that one of his sign language? Was to the corner of his books. <laughs> <laughs> I, I believe, yeah. Yeah, yeah
0: way it. to start off serious. Um, yeah, it's only gonna go downhill. A lesson yeah. before dying by Ernest Gaines. Ernest J. Gaines. Um, it's a solid name. Solid Arthur name. Uh, uh, Ernest J. Gaines. Yeah, uh, I think this book was '93. Written in yeah, 1993. We looked this up last time.
1: Which isn't. It feels older, maybe because it was. It was from it's the. Set in yeah.
0: the '40s. Yeah. Um, so, let's get into it. <clears throat> the book is, uh, it takes place in Louisiana, in a small Cajun community in Louisiana. Um, in, the 19, in the 1940s, this is around the Jim Crow era. Um, obviously, racism still a, Jim Crow uh, is my, actually my uncle. Um, well, you are... That, no, I'm just kidding. You, you are kicked off this podcast. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it takes place in the in South Louisiana. Obviously, there is still racism a lot. And the story centers a, a story starts with the conviction of a young kid named Jefferson, who was really at the wrong place at the wrong t- wrong place at the wrong yeah,
1: time. Yeah, I don't think he committed the crime. No, but, he was but hanging out.
0: Yeah, he was hanging out with these two kids. Um, and they went into a uh into a grocery store, liquor store, whatever, and they tried to rob the place. The owner of the store ended up. Having a shootout with the kids, everybody ends up dead except him, and he doesn't die obviously because the store owner knows he didn't do anything. So he shoots the other kids, and one of the kids shoots him back. And Jefferson's the only one alive, so he gets convicted for the murder uh, because the scapegoat. Yeah, they find that he he stole he grabbed uh, a few dollars that were in the register, he put them in his pocket, and that you know, was. the this
1: reminds me of? You ever see um, oh, what's that movie? My cousin Vinny. No. That's a great movie, but it, it's similar where, like, these. Um, they weren't black, but it, uh, they. Two, like, people from New York, they go to Alabama on their way to somewhere, or mm-hmm. so, somewhere in the South. And they go into, like, a, a store like this. And they end up, like, looking for food. And one of them accidentally puts something in their, like, pocket. And they take it. But then when they leave, uh, two other people come and kill the clerks, so they mm. think it's them. Uh. And they get pulled over. And they're like, I'm s- like, what's the big deal? I accidentally just stole. Like, they're like, I did it because they thought it was. Talking yeah. To, like, yeah. 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 That.
0: But they didn't know about the murder. They didn't but... know about the
1: murder. It's a great movie. It's with um, Joe Pesci. It's amazing.
0: You just you should watch it. You just, uh, culturally appropriated this book by turning it white. Thank you. Uh. <laughs> well, it was a the town. they're, uh... <laughs> Persecuted. <laughs> um, <laughs>
1: yeah, I'm not even Italian.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so back to this. He ends up getting convicted, and while he's being convicted, his own lawyer's defense for why he shouldn't rot in jail is because he is telling the jury that Jefferson is um, and basically an idiot who, and he compares him. He uses the word hog, pig, hog, that. Um, that's why he shouldn't be convicted. Would you convict a hog for doing something wrong? Would you kill a hog for doing something wrong? No, he's just nothing but an animal. Basically, that's the argument. It doesn't work. The jury convicts him and the judge... It's a terrible defense. Yeah, yeah. and the judge <laughs> sentenced him to um, execution. So while he's in prison waiting for the execution date and when he's going to die, um, his, his aunt... Jefferson's aunt who is basically the person who takes care of him um urges this professor uh, and I use the professor in air quotes because he's just teaching kids in a church but he's like one
1: of the smartest probably yeah 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 Um, he's, he's an
0: educated right he's an educated young guy who actually left to go to college and came back and now he's a teacher at this community um she urges him through his aunt to go see Jefferson and basically try to get him to die as a man with some sort of dignity. And that's the entire novel. It's it's really this this relationship between Grant, who is this professor, teacher, and um, Jefferson, who is in prison waiting to be executed, and how Grant is really struggling trying to reach this young kid, Um and give him some sort of dignity before he dies. Yeah,
1: and why it, And why they would want to do that, too. Because mm-hmm. from the kid's perspective, probably, like, I'm going to die. Right. Why does it matter?
0: Yeah, so in the beginning, Jefferson is very, uh, uh, I mean, understandably so. Depressed, doesn't talk, doesn't eat. He thinks of himself as the animal that they called him. He's upset. He's angry. And uh, Grant is trying little by little to... to get some word out of him, get some sort of conversation out of him. And and I think if you read the back of this book, like the synopsis of this book, it makes it seem like the, the, the story is about their relationship, like Jefferson mm-hmm. and Grant and him talking him into it. That's not really what the book is about. I think I would say 90% of the book is Grant having an existential crisis outside of the prison, having to figure out, dealing with the guilt, dealing with... Should he or should he not stay? Should he or should he not help? Um, should he Im- involve God in his persuasion to make Jefferson be a man and and, and sort of love himself? You know, the, the local reverend is telling him, you should tell him about God when you're over there in the prison, telling him to die like a man. Like he should submit to God. Or And, you know, Grant isn't even a religious person. So he's like, I, I'm not going to tell him that. And his aunt, who's telling him, like, you know, you make sure you tell him that he's supposed to, he's an equal. He's, it's It's really just Grant's, Grant having his own personal. And that's
1: what kind of makes a book good. He yeah. has some decisions.
0: Right, right. It's, <laughs> it's, it's him being in his own head more than it is about his relationship with Jefferson. It's just us, obviously, the story, the sad part is happening to Jefferson, who's about to get executed. But the story is inside the mind of Grant, who is who is a teacher teaching kids about the same age as um, this young kid. And I mean, they range the people that he teaches, but he's he's part of this community He's a community staple. And he doesn't he almost wants to escape. He feels like he's stuck. He wants to get out and. Um, he, he's in love with his girlfriend, Vivian, and he wants her and him to escape, but she can't because she has kids and a divorce case, whatever. Um, and he doesn't believe in the community. He doesn't believe that he's in a good place. He's almost afraid to leave. And now this whole Jefferson thing is like... Oh. Why did
1: he go back there? Because he was obviously educated somewhere. I forgot why he went back.
0: So one of the main... He ended up going to his parents' house in California... Where they live, and he ended up coming back to this community because he thought um, he had a responsibility to to help kids. And then he's realizing little by little, like you can't help the kids. It's you know they come from broken homes and they come from whatever. Like his, he really doesn't think that he's doing anything, even though he's the teacher and he's teaching them about all these things. He doesn't see himself well, as like, anything.
1: That's like one of the saddest parts is that you're since the community you know since slavery it's it's hard to change mm-hmm. the culture yeah. you know it's if people think like oh this person's an animal you're going to think you are yeah
0: um this book kind of reminded me when we read um, uh, Booker T Washington's yeah, book yeah, uh, yeah. up in slavery I, yeah I can see, he, he yeah he was kind of the yeah he was kind of the same way except Booker T Washington <laughs> was a little bit more optimistic about the fact that you can teach a kid about life and to how to have some dignity by teaching them You know good hygiene's and good financial decisions and and reading and building and whatever and grant was kind of the opposite he just saw himself as um almost just 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 a guy who's been put in a very unfortunate situation because all he can do is teach them how to read write and do math and in his head that's not anything valuable so he really never saw his value in the community, which is why he was trying to escape. Initially, he thought he was doing some good, but but eventually that didn't, that wasn't really the case. He just saw himself as just, you know, a guy filling up these kids' time. Um, and this conversation with Jefferson was supposed to be a little bit about, I don't know, um, maybe maybe he thought that he can help Jefferson in a way that he wasn't able to help the other kids. Maybe reach to him...
1: Well, he was a little older, right? Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, But he thought, if I can't help these kids, if I'm not helpful to these kids, if I don't add any value to these kids, maybe I can add some value to Jefferson. And it took some while, and it really wasn't until the very end of the book, maybe the last 20 pages, that he finally reaches him. Um, And, you know, unfortunately, Jefferson ends up being executed. Uh, There isn't a lot of details about what happened because the protagonist, Grant, didn't go to watch him die, as obviously he shouldn't, um, and then this—that's th- really it. it is, the story is really about the confliction that Grant feels about the community in general. I feel
1: like you would love that because it's not a happy. It's, it's not. A I, yeah, but
0: this isn't the kind of non-happy ending I want. Yeah, ah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, did, I did. There are some things I loved about this book. Um, some things about it that I, I wish were a little bit different. It's not just this book, anytime, and, and I felt this when we were reading, um, oh gosh, what was that book that with the guy that, that was really, really stupid in the beginning, and then he gets smart and gets stupid again?
1: Oh, uh, Flowers for Algernon. Flowers for Algernon. Charlie.
0: The writing, when, it, when, it's, when it's intentionally misspelled mm. and misgrammar, I can't keep up with that. It takes me so long to read that. And there was oh. a, there was a,
1: there only was only I thought in, in Flowers for Owls or not, I was able to, it was a little different because I feel like I wasn't it, too bad. I,
0: I, I, I didn't, I, I didn't, I couldn't read it there. And here there's a whole chapter where Jefferson is writing to Grant kind of like his last letter mm. to him and he's writing it and, and I can read it. It just takes me so mm. long to do it. It almost takes me out of the story. Um, there are some times when like you're reading when I'm reading like Mark Twain or William Faulkner and it's the same exact thing. It's like they're trying to get into the mind of an old an ignorant white kid from the countryside yeah. of Missouri. And you're like, oh, uh, can you just write it normally so I can understand it? <laughs> Drives yeah. me nuts. Um, but it, I mean, there's only one chapter here, so it wasn't that bad. Um the, the, again, the the synopsis of this story made it seem like Jefferson and Grant were having a conversation together and eventually Grant makes Jefferson realize his self-worth. Jefferson dies thinking that he's not worth much mm. still, you know, as you probably wouldn't seeing how you're being executed for something you didn't do. So there was still that, like, you know, it, it doesn't resolve that issue. But um, Jefferson... Uh, I mean, Grant wasn't really there in this story to help Jefferson. Grant was there to show us into the mind of a an educated and I put that in air quotes an educated black man in the nineteen forties still can't do much um, to help people. Yeah, because you're his mind.
1: you're not slaves, but Martin Luther King wasn't prominent yet, so you still mm-hmm. have twenty years really. Yeah. Or oh. I mean, some would argue you still don't. I mean, no, but I mean, then it was really, really bad. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially in Louisiana. Especially in Louisiana. It it might not be better in Louisiana. Yeah. I'm not sure.
0: It's it's a good... uh, I loved the way that the author um, kept everything from Grant's perspective because he showed us how he saw the South. He told you that there was... There was ignorance in some places he told you that there were people who were very bright and intelligent that are never going to be able to make it he talked about how he grew up in the same place that he's teaching now and he remembers his friends when they used to play i think it was like baseball or something they were playing it out into the yard and he was like from all of those people they died they went to jail they got killed. They were dr- killed by drive-by's. They were they committed suicide. They ended up drug uh, having drug overdose. It's almost like the entire community that grew up around him went out of the community, but only to do worse because there was no real education, there was no real opportunity. And Grant left the community, came back to a place where he was trying to escape all along, and ended up making a difference, even though he didn't believe that he did by helping all these other kids. Mm. So it's kind of it's it's this like scale of if I leave, I might do better. But in this case, leaving ended up not being better. Him coming back ended up helping Jefferson at least die with a little bit more dignity, Mm. um, helped his aunt. Um, ended up getting him vivian who he loved and and it's just a very sad somber look into the way that plantation life was like in the 1940s and i think it did such a good job because it really came from the perspective of a guy who left and came back and he can describe the differences Mm. like yes it's very sad here the church being a teacher at a church where the kids are going to go home one of my Honestly, the most like, uh, I don't know. I don't want to say like the, the part that made me feel, get a little bit of goosebumps was the kids were doing a play in Chris, on Christmas and the background was uh, sheets, white sheets, like that all the families donated. So it could be, almost be like a curtain in the back. Yeah. And this woman, Miss Rita, gives one of the sheets, but... She doesn't she isn't able to watch it. It's so dirty. It's so off white that next to the other white sheets, her sheet almost looks yellow. And but she that's all she can yeah. provide in the community. And I'm reading that and I'm like, like that's so sad. <laughs> that's so sad that this woman wants to contribute. She doesn't have money, she doesn't have food, she doesn't have anything. All she can contribute is the same old disgusting sheet. But she does it anyway because that's all she can provide. Yeah, yeah. And it's so, it's so sad. It was such a sad book in that sense. Like you're, you're just kids who, you know, like they have food and they put it in their pocket because they have nowhere to put it. Or, or they don't know how to read or they don't know how to write. They don't know how to speak. They don't know what's going on in the community. They don't know anything that's happening. And it's just a lack of awareness and education. And I thought this book was very, very good in, in giving you a, a – an unfiltered look into the South. I honestly couldn't believe this was written in 1993. I feel like this was this was written in like the 40s. Still.
1: Yeah, that's what it seems like. Yeah. and his name seems old too. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna give this book a, a four out of five. Uh, I think it was really good. There were a lot of, uh, the, you know, it's again. I don't think it's what the book was supposed to be about. It's not necessarily about. Uh, the, the relationship between this teacher, Grant, and the prisoner, Jefferson. It was really more about Grant's existential life crisis and how he viewed himself now that he sees how bad things can get. Um, what do you think? What do you think of this?
1: Yeah, about what you give. Yeah,
0: I liked it. It was a good book. Yeah, it was a very good book. Um, I read a, it in high
1: school. I remember reading it in high school. Yeah,
0: it's very good. I I actually never even heard of this book before. Um, It goes by very quick. The chapters are very small. It's it's a short book in general. Um, Highly recommend it. Okay, thank you guys for listening. We appreciate it. Follow us on Instagram. And as always, subscribe to our podcast and let us know if you want us to read anything specific and discuss here on the podcast. Thank you, guys. See ya.